<laughs> welcome back to the Pause to Proceed podcast with your host, SB. And I'm your girl. <laughs> I'm your girl, Bridget LeRae. And we are back again for another episode. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because that B was like, you I, did that from the chat. I did. That was my rapper SB coming out. That's what that was. That was funny. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> It's like a little different side of SB, wasn't it? Y'all? Probably. You know, it's so many sides of me that you guys have not had the privilege to see. Well, let us see, SB. It'll come out naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it comes to Gemini. No rhyming allowed in the studio. Come on. What? Now. Somebody try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Hey. Somebody try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme oh. like this. Oh. <laughs> What's okay. wrong with us? Right. <laughs> so, guys. Today, we are talking about risk. And what risks have you taken in life? And hmm. just like how comfortable hmm. are people with taking risks? And if it's, is it necessary to take risks? Mm, these are good topics. Right? That's yeah. <laughs> Risk. Yeah. I'm acting like I didn't know we were talking about this. I'm like, hmm. It's okay. It's coming back to it's you. Back. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, yes, I think risks are very important because mm-hmm. um, I don't know where I heard this, but a quote goes, you know, life begins at the end. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I think it's so funny when she, the quote, oh, this quote by, the, she just, I don't know, I just be tickled. Because I always got some quotes and some yes, books Yes, I some love the fact that some you. Some Bible scriptures. You are a quoter, honey, okay? <laughs> Go ahead with your quote. But what's so funny is like when people throw like cliches at me, I'm like, I don't want to hear another cliche. You said that to me the other day. I did. You did. Maybe because they're in me so much. And it's like, I don't want to hear it. But they're true. That's why they're cliches. They have oh. truth to them. But I want, people probably feel like that when I be throwing them out. Because yes. I'm like, when I'm going through stuff, don't tell me no cliche. Because it's a mirror. Mm. When you put that mirror in front of people's face, people don't like the mirror, yeah, man. I don't like the mirror. I don't <laughs> like don't that like mirror. mirror. No, let me give it to you. Uh-oh, hypocrite. Oh, God. Hypocrisy. Well, you know what? And sometimes it be like that. It's like, listen, you're a hypocrite until you realize you're not a hypocrite. That's why I don't get too mm. upset when people, mm-hmm. we're all hypocritical. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Cognizantly, you don't want to be. You try not to be, but we're all hypocrites until you realize yeah. it. But you know what? We all have blind spots. I won't there call we it go. hypocrite. We all have blind spots. Yes. But that's yes. what other people in the world is for. Right. To check to, you. To show you your blind spots. Ooh. So that's why we need to be cognizant of the, the crowd we keep. That's why I don't. Yes. Because check me, please, respectfully. Yes. Because I feel like if we're both here to grow, mm-hmm. Then why not? I'm gonna give an example of this, and then we're gonna talk about risk. Right. Like, um, I had went to Joshua Tree with one of my friends. Ooh. With my, um, Haven't been there yet. Yeah. Was uh, it lovely? Joshua Tree is amazing. Did you go to the tree? I didn't go to the tree, but we went to the rocks. I don't care about the tree. How you get the... there and not go to the tree? Because it's it's peaceful. It's Isn't a big, like peaceful the place. Tree in the world? Maybe. Oh. Maybe I should go to the tree. I've been to Joshua Tree like three times. Can you research? Is is that? I didn't even know Joshua Tree was about a tree. It's one tree? Apparently it's like one of the oldest trees in the world is up there. It's something like that. that. Yeah. I think you have. I think I've heard that before. (laughs) I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard that before too. But anywho. Oh, so I'm at Joshua Tree with um, with my friend and my friend Jerry. I love Jerry Bear Gerald, a.k.a. Gerald. And Jerry, uh, he likes to do things his way. 
I'll say that. Okay. And um, we're trying to find, we were coming from um, the desert. We were hungry. I wanted to go back to our Airbnb so I can watch the sunrise and just chillax. So we're trying to find food. So we're trying to, there's no, there's little to no signal. So we're also trying to find a signal. So I'm looking stuff up, but I'm driving. So I'm like, Jerry, you probably gonna have to, you know, look it up more. So, so he finds this tie spot. It's like, okay, let's, let's see how far is it? All right. He was like, I'm going to place the order in online because the, the signal was kind of spotty. The internet was taking longer. So I tell him, well, maybe you should just call. But he is hell bent on <laughs> trying to, you know, look it up. Right. You know? So when he finally gets it in, I made the suggestion twice. Mm-hmm. When he finally gets it in, he realizes, oh shoot, it's gonna take an hour for our food to be ready. <sighs> so I'm like, well, Jerry, like. I told you to call because that may have been quicker. We could have saved time. We already had to drive like 30 minutes. That could have shortened our time probably if you just would have called. And I was like, sometimes you can just be so stubborn and you don't know how your stubbornness comes off to other people, how it affects other people. Uh-huh. And he was like, well, you're the same way. And then I said, well, tell me about it then. Don't wait till I call you out on your shit. To call me out on mine, because mm-hmm. now to me it becomes tit for tat. Uh-huh. You know what I yes. mean? So, with that being said, and I still have to have a little conversation with my Jer Bear. I love you. Have it with him right here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look what do you want to say to Jerry? Look in the camera and no. tell Jerry. Jerry, I just would like for you to, I'm trying to grow. Because I feel like if we're all trying to grow and be better people, I don't, you don't always know when you're a hypocrite. I know I possibly, I've been a hypocrite before, but you don't know until you know, right? So I'm the type of person, let me know. Let's if, say blind spots. Hypocrite just have a negative con- uh, connotation. That's because us humans have done that, though. Yeah. Because I don't feel any type of way about somebody calling me a I hypocrite. I mean, but we all have blind spots. Okay. It's not that you're being hypocritical. Well, I'll say it's a hypocrite, but we'll say blind spots because <laughs> it sounds better. You know, call it what you want because I do have, you know, <laughs> let me not. It's yeah. okay. I don't mind I calling want. it a blind spot. Yeah. It sound, it does sound nicer. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, let me know about my blind spots because I'm going to let you know about yours mm-hmm. because, you know, we're in this together. So I would just like to let him know, let me know about my blind spots. Don't wait till I call you out and then you say, well, you are too, because there's no solution there. Well, you did have, you did say that to him, right? In the car. So you did have that conversation. It didn't, it was, it wasn't, I got to have another one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> send, this clip, send this clip to Jerry. <laughs> I got to have another one. Love you, Jer. Hey, sure, I hope he's okay with this, but you know, it's fine. This is small potatoes. Yeah. But yeah, getting back to um the risk taking. Yes. And... So that quote I was yes. gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that took us off on a tangent. Right. Is life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So I I, I think mm, I do I love that. Yeah. That's hit, where I feel like I am. It just hit you. I just feel like I'm yeah. like I'm being Pushed into pushed out of your comfort zone. Yes. Yeah. In a real way. Yeah, in a real way. In a real way. <laughs> in a real way. Like that's when my life began. At the end of my comfort zone. Like literally leaving Ohio. I was comfortable mm-hmm. there. I was there for 29 years. And I decided 
I, I, I felt in my spirit, like, it's time to go. Yeah. I, every day I was waking up asking myself, is this all there is to life? It, it's not even, I wasn't asking myself that consciously. It was just a subconscious whispering in my spirit. We have so, our, to life? our stories are similar. And I was like, one day after two weeks waking up with that, I, I was literally, okay, the reason why that was ringing in my head, because I, all I was doing was partying, drinking, smoking, bullshitting, being promiscuous. And I was a nurse. So on the outside, looking in, it looked like I had my stuff together. Mm -hmm. But for those that knew me, knew that your girl was out there. You know what I mean? And, you know, one day I was just hung over, like, diarrhea, vomiting. And you I remember, done. Girl, done, done. You were done, And I done. remember, like, you know, dragging myself to the toilet. And I was just over the toilet. And I was just so drained. And that question, as I, my head is in my head is in the toilet bowl, that question was, is this all there is to life? <laughs> and I was like, Poor no, thing. no. And I remember feeling like alone, even with her in a room full of people, alone at the clubs, alone, <sighs> like, because, you know, I just wasn't. Your spirit was not my spirit was agreeing just, with And the it's something about 29 that you hear a lot of people say, you know, this happens to them at that age. Um, That's at like your Saturn return. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It has something to do with your yes. Saturn return. Yeah. Yes. And um, that's when I was like, you know, if I'm feeling this way and I'm feeling like there's no point of even living or I didn't care if I died or not at that point, I was like, I need to do Ooh. something out of my comfort mm. zone and take a risk. So yeah. that's when I just packed up my stuff and I was like, I'm out of here. And that's, you know, I, I left within two weeks and I was headed to. You know, a new life. That was a good risk. That was a risk. That's why risks are so important to take. Mm -hmm. We got to really, like, trust our intuition. That's that yes. still small voice that's in us. And I think that's God, you know, pushing us out of our comfort zone. Uh -huh. The Oprah, I was about to say the Oprah. Oprah. She is the Oprah. She is Look the up. Oprah. Yes. <laughs> Oprah calls it the whispers. The whispers. The whispers. Like, you yes. just, you hear that voice, that faint, sometimes faint. Uh-huh voice behind you kind of mm -hmm. giving you game but we kind of shrug it off sometimes i feel like that's a that's can coincide with a not necessarily a red flag but that is your intuition it's something it's a little alarm that's going yeah. off trying to nudge you a bit yes yeah and that's where life begins when you when you embrace that and like all right god what is it that you're trying to tell me what, what are you trying to show me where where are you taking me where are you taking me like let me just ground get grounded in it and just buckle up and go for the ride. Yeah. Because that's when you see oof. life begins. I think I, oof, I started to become afraid of the ride. Mm. Because I like to consider myself a risk taker. Okay. Like, we have similar stories. One more so, I came here at 29. Look at I turned, that. Yeah, I came here from Virginia at 29. That's crazy. Um, I was feeling just stagnant air where I'm from you know it's not a lot of it's a lot of people with potential but we don't have the access because it's a small city you know what I mean so I knew I had to get away and I came here took that risk mm. that gamble and I was taking certain risks when I got out here but um I think for some strange reason because I didn't resolve I kind of ran away from home when I look back at it because of my parents from? the whole death situation with my parents mm -hmm. and I was like I gotta get out of here you know like I need to bust out yeah. 
that came back up because I suppressed all those emotions and those feelings. So I start, I think life is so weird because I stopped taking risks because I was trying to have too much control over everything. Because I think a part of risk taking is you have to have faith, right? Yes. And you can't control everything. Like, it's just impossible. So I lost my natural flow. Yeah. I didn't feel the flow because I'm trying to be wrangle everything. But you can't wrangle everything because you miss out on what God is trying to put in front of Mm -hmm. you. It's about letting go of everything. Letting go of control. I'm trying to, like, hold on. And it was just ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. I, I lost my flow totally. I felt like that anyway. So where are you at now with that? Oh, I feel like my flow, it's so weird because I used to feel like I was looking at myself living life but not doing anything. Like Mm. I felt outside of myself. Oh. It's weird. So now I feel like it's come back together so I can just flow naturally. Now you're you're back in your body. I'm back back in my body Mm -hmm. and I'm back in my flow. And and I'm feeling it in a real way. Mm. This is, I meant when you said push need to be pushed yes. into yes. outside of your comfort yes. zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm there. I feel like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> crisscross apple. There we no. go. Half crisscross we... applesauce. All right. So yes. Mm-hmm. Pushing past your your comfort zone. Like I remember, speaking of taking risks, mm-hmm. I remember uh, it was a few years ago. I was working at this place, mm-hmm. Kaiser Permanente. She said that with an attitude. Yeah, because uh, Kaiser. So I was working at Kaiser, right? And I was doing a, it was like a travel assignment. Mm -hmm. But it was here in California. This was like when I, around when I first came here. Mm -hmm. And um, my friend, Brandy, she had just came in town. Because everybody wanted to come here. I just moved to LA. Right. And um, I got like some horrible news that my uncle had like suddenly passed away. Heart issues. Mm. He was young. He was just in his 40s. Yeah. And, um. I remember it was this girl at Kaiser's, like, we sat next to each other. I was working as, like, an intake nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, sending the sending the nurses out to different homes because they were doing home health care. Oh, that's that a decent fun. gig. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, so a girl, she was following me on Instagram. And when my uncle passed, uh, my I told my friend Brandy, like, man, I'm just so glad you're here. I'm like, I just want to do something to feel alive. And she's like, what do you want to do? So I was like, let's go skydiving. So we went skydiving. That was like the biggest risk, like physically, yes, of my life. Yeah, man. But when I tell you, it I hear was beautiful. great things about skydiving. Everybody should skydive. I got really close my thirty fifth birthday. Yeah. I got really close because <gasps> I heard it could be just so transformative. Your birthday coming up? <sighs> you want to skydive? I don't know. I think. I don't know. You got to do it. Uh, I don't know if I'm in the same mind space. Life begins at the end of the comfort zone. I'm telling you, it's it's so blissful, y'all. Like, when I was up in the air, the best part is free falling. Like, when you just jump out and you just whoosh. Oh, my God, it's the best part. So then when the guy, of course, I did it tandemly. Like, somebody was right, you know, right, professional yes, with yes, me. Yes. So when he pulled the, um, the, the, the thing to mm-hmm. let the parachute out, then I can just, we, we was just gliding in the air and it was just so beautiful. Like I literally started crying like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. It's the most bliss that you'll ever feel. And then you're proud of yourself because you did yeah. it. You pushed yourself to do something yeah. that was scary. It's very risky. And the reason why I mentioned the girl, you know, in Kaiser, because um, I ended up posting it on, on Freaking Instagram. Snitch. Yeah, and she snitched on me. She, I'm like, it, it wasn't even snitching. Like she just ran her mouth like she knew something. I'm like, 
And so they fired me because I took off, you know, because I was going to go to Ohio to my yeah. funeral. But how you going to tell me how to grieve, Kaiser? How you going to tell me how to grieve? That's true. That's why they had to pay me unemployment because I fought it. I'm like, no, I, if that's my way of grieving, that's how I'm going to grieve. That's and now true. I can't work at Kaiser like ever again. And they be having some good contracts. I'd be like, ooh. Hey, that's ooh. crazy. You probably can try to. Yeah. If there are any lawyers to, um... out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because why, I want it. But you know, that's why I don't, I have to really get to know you before I share my social media with yeah. you. I do not like sharing my social media with my coworkers unless like, like we chilling like yeah. that. That's risky. It's that, risky. That's, that's a risk in itself that right there. That is a risk all in itself. For real. Yeah. I like that. That's a good transformative risk yeah. um, so it made me feel like i can do anything like you know there is bliss in this world it's the only bliss that i ever felt Ooh. like i've, I've never i never felt bliss? that is i don't nothing compares shoot i'm trying to figure out what nothing type compares. of bliss 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 like hmm. when i say bliss i mean just pure what is the definition of bliss exactly <sighs> so for me like nirvana um, solomon king can you look up bliss Maybe similar to Nirvana. I think that's one of those words that's uh, actually personal to most people. What do you think bliss is? Well, I don't know. The time I hear it most is when people are talking about post-sex. Honestly. So it's just well, a state. It seems like a state yeah, of a, joy. It's a state of, of contentment. It's like be more than content. pure unadulterated. Like, it's like Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana. It's like, <laughs> it's just like clean air. It's like there is no... It's there's like no, you, there's nothing but that moment. Like you exhale. I don't like on waiting to exhale. You I just, think Solomon. I, I think it is. You perfect know happiness, great joy. That's what the what the does it say? Says. Perfect happiness. Perfect happiness. Perfect happiness. Great. I like great, great joy. joy. Great yes. joy. Reach go. a state of perfect delight. Happiness. Typically, so joy. Is oblivious for everything else. Okay, Pleasure. I like that. ecstasy. Ecstasy. I like ecstasy and Nirvana. I'm yes. going with those. There you go. <laughs> yes. Because I refuse. My goal is to have my heaven on earth. Mm. That is one of my goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of hell on earth. We see it all the time. But you also see a lot of heaven on earth. Yeah. So if other people can live heavily on this plane, so is I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely believe in it. I, I felt like I felt um, heavenly, heavenly moments in my life. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I felt yeah. hell in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For real. Yeah. It's, it's here. All of it is here. You it's just got to choose here. and try to pivot to the direction you want to be embraced in. Mm -hmm. Focus. So, yeah. Where have you taken risk? Mm. What's the greatest risk you've taken? I told Bridget yesterday, I feel like the greatest risk I've taken is probably sexually. Why you had to tell them you told me? Because we had these <laughs> She's going to put me in on it. Uh-uh. Hey. This is your story. No, this is no. <laughs> Let you know we had this conversation. Okay. Um, so I know where you're going with yeah, it. Let's go. I feel like let's the... go. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna talk about. All right. So I always have a great time in Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, got with some people. Uh huh. And had don't some, sugarcoat it now. Had some fun. <laughs> Oh my God! I don't want to say. Forget it. All right. So I think it was like a Sweet Heat. If those of you guys that know, you know, Sweet Heat in Miami, it's a gathering of queer women. What is it? Sweet Heat. Sweet Heat. Uh huh. Sweet Heat. It's called Sweet Heat. It happens. Actually, it happens. I think around. Is it in May? I'm not sure. I haven't gone in such a long time. But um, I had a good time. I, I met. You know. 
two young ladies, and we had a, a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, but some things kind of popped off. I'm not gonna go that into detail. Girl, you better tell. You better no. tell Pause and proceed what you're talking about. No, I'll just say um, some. Uh, there was some unprotection that happened. And that was a, a a good risk that I probably shouldn't have taken. Unprotected boxing, y'all box without boxing gloves or without. Helmets? I had a good time with two ladies. I'm gonna let y'all figure that part out. Talking about boxing gloves and shit. Oh, look you at know Solomon. what I'm talking about? Solomon them found because <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> So if it we see is. you not here in May, we'll know where you're at. Right? Like, you, you're not even like, but you know what? I think it's so young now. Like, I'm older now, so I'm not even sure if I would go. Okay. But I think, you know. I don't like how have you be hop, skipping, and jumping around subjects, though. I like, am I'm, not as open as uh, Bridget Lorraine in the first 33, <laughs> the third book coming soon, Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. Well, get there. This is your platform. Oh, my God. All right. I'll say it. I'll say it. Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus of Nazareth. All right. So, went to Miami, was hanging out with one um, young lady, and then we met one of her friends. We was just chilling. My friends had left. And it's funny because uh, my friends was like, you know, you going home? I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay here and chill out. <laughs> my friend looked at me and was like, okay, let me know you get home because they was going to the airport. Okay. So, you know, chilling with the two young ladies. You had already things. met the girls. I had met the girls. Okay. We were all hanging out. So you like my friends. My friends. Yeah, okay. You know, okay. my friends. <laughs> so we all hanging out and, you know, there's some sexual attraction. So things pop off. <sighs> the thing is for um women in the queer communities that you have these things that are called strap-ons there are basically dildos that's on a strap okay and the young lady and i was intoxicated and i didn't think about this till afterwards so dildos are fake penises for those of y'all who that, for those of you know. that don't know okay so one of the young ladies um was um having relations with the other young lady and then decided to come over to me and also have those same relations but she did not um she didn't switch out the condom like she probably should have and I would have if I was you know not in a a state of bliss I guess <laughs> if you wasn't if you wasn't in sweet heat if I wasn't in sweet heat this was a long time ago guys this was a long time ago um so yeah in a Catching bacteria vaginosis, but we all know bacteria, for those that don't know, bacteria vaginosis, you can get that very easily from mm. just about anything. Right. But at that time, I was like, oh, my God. Like, no. I, I'm uh, doomed. Not even I was doomed. But I, I was like, see. just the idea yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I was just, not even the bacteria vaginosis, but just like, oh, that was in her. It was in me. And I don't know y'all like that, you know, when I came to. Right. But, you know, when you're young and reckless. You get risky. You get risky. Sexually. Some sexual risk. And thank God, nothing else popped. Like, that was it. Bacteria vaginosis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm glad Had you Had a great time, that. though. I never, because, like, when you think of, uh, you know, the the homosexual community, mm-hmm. like, everybody knows with, with, um, with gay men. There's a lot of risk involved like right. with HIV. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to two women, I never think, I'm like, oh, that's the safest thing. That, you know, two women is the safest, you know, uh, sexual contact on earth. Well, this is the thing. 
And I've had I've, my girlfriend in the past. I remember when we were dating and I asked her to go get tested. And she was like, well, you don't want this bisexual. Why do I got to get tested? Because you don't know who you're messing with that might claim there's been. Listen, we're just going to skate over to the queer community real quick, specifically between lesbian and bisexual women. You don't know what people are out here doing mm. because you have some women that's very um, that are strong doms, very uh, masculine presenting mm -hmm. that still may have sex Sexual with men, men yeah. but not let people know. People are not always truthful. You know what I mean? And if I'm messing with two women and yet you guys are like, okay, yeah, yeah. I like women. I don't know what other <laughs> women that, you know, you just don't know. You never know yeah. in any sexual situation where people tell you, you just don't know. But you put it like that. It's like, oh, it just, it just ring the rung a bell like mm -hmm. oh you can get an std in just sex period it doesn't have to just be exactly a male male a woman male a male bodily fluids bodily, bodily fluids, fluids. Yeah. bodily fluids i mean if and you... i know i'm a nurse but for some reason for like it just like woman on woman just seemed like the, the risks are lower way to have sex no to no, me. no. I, don't know. I feel like it it is but it's the thing where you you don't know what people people lie yeah that's the thing if people but if you're We're using safe, dildos, then it's, it's still, there's the risk. It's only a risk if you're dildoing two people. I mean, well, and if and if you're not clean, cleansing Right. Well. We didn't go, we didn't take any tests. I don't know y'all. Yeah. That's, that I don't know these vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know these vaginas. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know. So it's, yeah. it's I don't want to, um. There is a lower risk in lesbian communities yeah. for sure, but it's just that always that question. I don't know what you out here doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. So what? that was probably the. I feel like off back me thinking about it, that's probably one of the largest risks I've taken. Okay, Solomon, where's the hand clock? <laughs> <laughs> Where is it, Sol? Because this is for SB breaking that chain. Of shame, embarrassment, and guilt, <laughs> and sharing her story. Of shame, Owning embarrassment, and guilt. I know. You know, I told you I'm working on not being, being more open. That was your risk you. you just took right now. That yes! That was a risk. <laughs> that was a risk. Yes. No, I would almost a... argue that that was a bigger risk right now because... I bet at the time it didn't feel like you were doing taking a risk, mm. right? No, at the time it didn't, it didn't feel that like was bigger that. than even doing exactly. the act. I guess, mm. I guess you're. What was bigger than doing the act? You sharing it with us? here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially when I've. Yeah, yeah. Good I job pointing that. that out, Solomon. Yeah, thanks, Saul. I like how when you do buddy and you add something of value. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to add something else of value? <laughs> no, I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> No, yeah, what, what you what about say? to say? All right, so here, here's my thought. Here, I'm gonna mm -hmm. jump on camera with you guys. Okay, hello. Um, you said uh, life begins outside of your comfort zone. At the end of your comfort zone, right? Well, I have a different philosophy because I feel like we start our lives wide open with you know just a multitude of opportunity, mm -hmm. and as we grow and we choose obligation, or obligation chooses us, it comes down. It's like a inverse triangle, mm -hmm. right? And like this a is tunnel. yeah, and this is how we are as human beings. We we strive for that. You know, you go into a big place, you find your tribe. You, we're always getting smaller. So ultimately, what we're doing is we're expanding our comfort zone. And so every time we step outside of our comfort zone, is to expand our comfort zone mm -hmm. even more. Mm. You see what I mean? That makes sense. So, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, so it's it's technically not true that it, life begins because all of that is your life. 
You know what I mean? And we don't want to discount any of it. But mm-hmm. some people might consider that just a, like a play on words thing. But I really, yeah, I, I really do is. value like, you know, the life I've lived. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. for me, like starting a business, it's stepping outside of a comfort zone. But now it is my comfort zone. Right. You know what I mean? So you, you're expanding. continuously breaking your comfort zone. You're, you're continuing. Ex- like you ex- said, you're expanding. You're venturing it. out and expanding it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. what it is. So what you're saying to me, it sounds like, and I think me and you used this term before, just trying to to um get used to um being oh god how was the statement get used to making being uncomfortable basically normal yes yeah being in a in a a state of of risk taking pretty much what you gotta say oh being comfortable being uncomfortable uncomfortable. right Mm -hmm. i was gonna say more of that because you're right it's 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 the thing of saying you're gonna be uncomfortable but you understand Right. Why you're doing it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Being, yeah. being um, comfortable, being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. There yes. we go. Yeah. And I believe when you do realize you are, okay, this is my comfort zone. I've been comfortable in this position for way too long. Once you push past that, like something flourishes, something new flourishes. I know so what I think you're it's saying. about getting to a, a newness. It's a feeling. Of life. It's, it, when you say that life begins um, past your comfort zone, I think. Before, when you're in your comfort zone and maybe you're looking for something else and you might might be in a state of being mundane or stagnant, yes. that's where it may start for you because it's a state of newness. Yeah. You're, you're seeing your eyes are open. Yeah. It's just a different energy. Yeah. I yeah. think that's when, when you know you're comfortable, when things are feeling mundane. When, yes. When it's just feeling monotonous. Mm-hmm. Like I keep doing the same oh, thing, the Lord. same thing every day, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So- First thing is it starts with awareness. Once you get aware, like, man, I want something new. I don't I don't desire to have this uh mundane life. Right. I don't des- I desire to get out of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. And for, so you searching for something outside of your comfort zone, something outside of what you've been doing every day, something new. Right. Then that's when a new life in that area will begin for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. What's some other risks that you've um Take. And I know we talked about us just being mm. nurse entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's a... <laughs> yeah. Nurse entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So Gotta we, have that faith. Yes. As nurse entrepreneurs, we are... Um, let me put my feet down. They start to get, <laughs> they start to get blue. <laughs> circulation. Circulation. Like, y'all. literally, look. They, don't put it on my feet, dude. You better not put it on my feet. <laughs> you want to shoot cam? Shoot Oh, see, you basically saying you can show yes to it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Look, my, my big toe is blue. Oh, wow. You can't so, tell that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, I need to get a pedicure. Why would you do? You anyway. can't tell. Anyway. You can't tell. So, mm-hmm. um, what was I saying? You were talking about. Rewind it, Solomon. Nurse entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, nurse entrepreneur. <laughs> Rewind it, Solomon. Rewind it. Uh, yeah, nurse entrepreneur. So, I think we talked about this before as being I are independent nurses, mm-hmm. meaning we work on our own and we don't have any set schedule. Right. We work with the registry where it's they call us Uber nurses. Uh-huh. They call, so like I literally. Can see that. Yeah, you yeah. ever heard that before? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we work sense. off of an app and like different facilities will post their need as far as a shift day by day. And if we pick it up, we pick it up. If we don't, somebody else in the pool of nursing nurses will get it. Right. Otherwise, they re- unless they request us by name, then we have like an hour to pick it up. Right. But anyhow, 
Um, so just being nurse entrepreneurs like that, we have to have faith. Like we rely on faith every day that God will provide a job for us. So it's very risky. It's very risky. We have no idea if we're going to have income for the next week. That's true. It's very risky. It is so risky. Especially because of the registry that we're with right now. The jobs are not like it used to be. Like, um, we used to work full time just off of, you know, the registry alone. Mm -hmm. Now, like, the jobs have dwindled because the job market, in my opinion, has changed. A lot of nurses, um, because of COVID, have scurried away from the hospital. And now they're working. They're finding more outpatient, um, lesser, less stressful nurse positions which i don't blame them yeah but now it's a saturation come taking our jobs but you know what they're doing also Uh they're allowing nurses right out of school to come and work with them so before you in the registry yeah before you had to be there you had to like have a year experience that's not i know i guess they like look you got a license if you want to put your license at risk then put your license at risk right it's risky being a nurse period about to save your own ass you guys get insurance with the registry we no. have our own insurance. Yeah, we have. Oh, so you have to buy your own insurance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and therefore no union either. Then no, gotcha. We just living on a prayer. Yep, living on a prayer, <laughs> prayer and a dream, prayer and a dream, prayer, baby. Seriously. But see, the thing is, faith without works is dead, right? That's true. Like we still got to put in work. Like we. Um, so another thing about you know this nursing, I realized last year, like I have gotten super comfortable with this. I've been doing this for about eight years. And I know it's more money out here. It's more ways that I can make money with nursing. And I realized just having nursing as a foundation has, mm, I won't say been my crutch, but it allowed me to not be as urgent, as we were talking about urgency yep. in the last show. It allowed me to not have to be so urgent in like seeking my dreams or see, seeing my dreams yeah. to fruition. I'm there with Because you. I've had nursing to fall back on. Exactly, yeah. So right now, right now, in this space that we're talking right now, y'all, um, I'm taking risk. I haven't worked in like three weeks and mm-hmm. I don't plan to work as, as a nurse until maybe July because I'm working on transitioning right. and like really building my coaching practice. Working on your craft. Working on my craft, yeah. finishing my my third book mm-hmm. and just taking different risks and just trusting in God that for one, he's going to continue to provide for me. Like right. I literally want for nothing. Um, like God is, you know, he is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He's everything. He's everything. everything. So, but you, like I said, faith without works is dead. Like I, I got to still put in the work. Like I, I need to sit down. I'm sitting down, I'm writing my books, I'm working on being disciplined, working out every day. Um, one of the things I'm, I'm I am working on. Yes. Like, I haven't started right now, but what? is my my way of eating my eating habits. That's okay. You're getting yes. there though. You're working out there. every day. It's steps. You know, it's yeah, steps. It's steps. steps. I'm not putting too much pressure on myself, but I do know, you know, eating is 80% of, you know, health. Yes. So yes. Um the fasting helps too. Yes. So yes. yeah. And not snacking all day. Not snacking day. all day. Chip monster. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Just pop it in, in there. I should have did that motion. <laughs> Thumbs up. Just pop it in, in Just there. Just pop it in there. Yeah. Pop right. like Okay. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Nursing is a risk. Um, taking time off right now with, like, no income coming in, this mm-hmm. is definitely a risk. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least you've secured, you've been responsible. That's the thing. 
you also want risks are good, but you want to try to take some responsible risks. Yeah, that's, you know that's what I mean. Really, yeah. Like I know sometimes you go on a leap and it works out. You know what I mean. Like you got to have that ultimate yeah, faith and risk taking, right? But you have to take some type of calculated risk. Mm-hmm. So I think in my earlier, <laughs> my earlier years, I was just more so. They were somewhat calculated, but I was also jumping out the window. Mm. You know what I mean, and having that ultimate faith in God because when you're taking risks, you have to have that ultimate belief that you're going to be okay and that. whatever you believe in, if you believe in anything, it has you. And I think that has saved me because I have a real high level of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I am now, I'm trying to take more calculated risks. And thank God, because some people are really afraid to take risks. And I understand it. It can be very scary because you don't don't have the control. You don't know what's going to happen. But I think that's when that high level of faith comes in. Like you got to develop that that trust Mm -hmm. in something bigger than you you got to yeah yeah because yeah. when we try to do things on our own honey it, it just don't work out no it don't work out. you got to think about it's it's to me there is something out here that's bigger than me so it's like you know what let me just put it put it put it out there and let me just do what i need to do and we'll see what happens that's all yeah. you can do that's all you can do in life like yeah. life is about taking some sort of risk regardless if it's a small risk or it's a large risk like and you make the decision on what type of risk you want to take yeah what type of risk are you taking now or that are you headed into Oof! oh my gosh different business risk oh my gosh um do you want me to be specific Girl. all right so um, opening up an <laughs> iv therapy um a mobile clinic also mm moving i'm trying to become bi-coastal like okay. it's been half my time here in la it's been the other half in georgia so i'm trying to get things together for that that's the actual risk mm-hmm. um what else right now i am just me taking off the mask oh yeah. and just being i'm always me but being it goes back to like not being ashamed of my imperfections, mm-hmm. not being ashamed of my vulnerability. Um, just this is who I am. And if yes. you like it, you like it. And if you don't, scurry on. You know what I'm <laughs> yes. saying? Like I'm I am in that space where I don't need people's approval mm-hmm. and that I don't need to have to be liked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand the gravity of who I am mm-hmm. and how great of a person I am. And I'm going to attract whatever that's meant to be for me. Yeah. And you're seeking out what's meant for you. Yes. As well. I am actually, I'm not in that mundane state mm-hmm. and I'm actually stepping, trying to become, um, what do we say? comfortable being uncomfortable because there's a lot of goals that I have so Mm -hmm. I can't just be stagnant just trying to deal with mental health and confronting that on a day to day (sighs) basis I want to say hour to hour to be quite honest with you moment by moment moment by moment that's that kid that's risky yeah you know so it's all sorts of things that I'm trying to. <laughs> what is that? Trying to do some juggling. boxing moves. Oh, okay. Or I can't because it is here, but I think that's yeah. half boxing, half juggling. Yeah, okay. I was like, she's juggling, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> I told you my risk is transitioning from nursing, not necessarily from nursing, because I do have some things I want to do right. in nurse with right. nursing. Um, but 
just really focusing on my craft and mm-hmm. coaching and building a practice and speaking and yes, writing and doing the yes. things that I that are that I'm very passionate about. Oh yeah, I forgot about costume design. Yes. See, <laughs> yes. I forgot about that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just focus focusing on the things I'm passionate about and not worrying about being perfect at it. Mm. You know? That that's a big one. Yes. That's a big one. We can't yes. start off perfect. It's a progression. You you will never get to perfect. Well, not Perfection even perfect. is an illusion. It is an it, it is an illusion. Yeah. Even though we love to use that right. term. Right. It is an illusion. Yes. So I'm focusing on doing it messy. Like everything I do, like just giving my, myself permission to do it messy. Yes. Take the risk, do it messy, make mistakes. Make beautiful mistakes because if I learn from it, it's a beautiful mistake. The mistakes tell her your blessing. Yes. You know what I mean? As you go, things mm-hmm. just become tailored and more, it fits you yeah. as you go. You got to make the mistakes to 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 get it. The lessons. Know, right. To get the lessons. To get right. the lessons. And that's why I had to learn too. Like, I don't know why when you're younger, you just go. Yeah. And when you're older, I think it's so many seeds. It's so many I think, examples of disappointment that you see that you don't have that same freedom. You get really and logical. You get, you get your too head. logical. Yeah. You get too logical. And you don't know how to just let go and take mm-hmm. that risk that you're speaking of. Yeah. And as a, like, let's just do like a child, you know, let's get like a child. And allow our imaginations to run wild. Like dream, your biggest dream. Allow your imagination to run wild and believe Mm -hmm. that it's going to happen. Like, you got to believe it. Only you. Only you. Can prevent forest fires. (laughs) And on that note, subscribe to us. Pause and Proceed Podcast on IG. Pause underscore Proceed. And on YouTube, Pause and Proceed Podcast. Take risks, y'all. Believe in yourself. Because you can do it. And try to have that ultimate faith in believing in something bigger than you because it will help. Have that faith. All right. You got it. Peace out. This is. <laughs>